0: In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit of me. Let me start with you with a few questions, and we have nearly five questions, uh, to try to make it clear for everyone of us. The first question is saying, if I am justified by Christ, then what is the role of repentance? Do we think that repentance is replacing Christ? Or repentance is only through Christ? The world is talking about repentance. Every religion is talking about repentance. What is the difference between their repentance and our repentance? Our repentance based on the, what Christ has done in all his life. If he's offering his life to me, my repentance is based on each and every act he did. So we are not ignoring repentance, but we are ignoring repentance away from Christ. We are ignoring repentance that can give us grace. Is grace that giving us or leading us to life of repentance. It's two totally the opposite. Let me give you a very simple analogy. If now I'm giving this cross to some one of you to love me or I'm giving this cross to the same person because he loves me. From outside it's the same act. I'm giving you the cross. If I'm giving you the cross to love me, I'm buying your love. If I'm giving you the cross because you love me, then I am enjoying your love and I am offering something too small compared to what you offered me. So we are not replacing Christ by repentance or repentance by Christ. Christ is the one who is going to lead us into repentance. Grace is the way to lead us to repentance. Justification is a way to lead us to repentance, not to replace anyone. Then what is the point of works? Let us read. Can you open your Bibles on... Uh, Ephesians chapter two. Can you bring me an English Bible? Ephesians chapter two. I will read from verse six to nine. Ephesians chapter two. I will read from verse six to nine and then read verse ten. And raise us up. Together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. That by grace we have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves it is the gift of God, not of works the same one should go. So is ignoring or dishonoring any works before receiving the grace. Any works to be done away from Christ. Again, if you go back to why St. Paul was saying this. Especially in the epistle of St. Paul to the Romans. Romans were fighting with each other because of their own personal background. If you have a Jewish background, you feel you are better than those who have a Gentile background. So St. Paul was saying all of them, it's nonsense. It's who you are now in Christ. All of us, we are in need for the Savior. So all works before Christ is worth nothing. So when St. Paul was telling the efficiency here, we are saved by grace, not by works. It's ignoring any work to save us away from Christ. That's why the question is saying, if we are justified by Christ, then what is the role of repentance? We are not exchanging roles. We cannot repent without Christ. The cannot without the grace leading you to repentance. As we said in the morning, always grace is initiating and we are responding actively. We can't initiate anything. It's always from God's side. That's why the next verse, in Ephesians 2, verse 10, St. Paul is saying, For we are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works which God prepared in advance for us to do the work is, in the first four centuries in the church history, we never separated between works and faith, works and grace, deeds and justification, why it's always one thing. You can't tell me that you are receiving the grace, justified by by, by faith, and your deeds still bad. So the early church, till the end of the fourth century, just before the teaching 412 4, of Black and St. Augustine, the church believed it's one thing, whoever receives the grace is working, as he is saying here, doing good works which God prepared in advance for us to do. So the work is very essential, but it is not saving us, it's a normal result of those who have received grace. As Dr. Schnuller was used to say, we are not saved by works, but can't we, sa- we cannot saved without works. Why? Because it's one thing, if you receive the grace, if you have been justified by Christ, you will find yourself compelled out of love to do certain works. So the church is not ignoring the works at all, but ignoring and rejecting works alone to save us. Works is a normal consequence the outcome of those who received the grace of God. Is clear? What is the Orthodox understanding of works? It's the normal flow of a new life in Christ, to do works which God prepared in advance for us to do. So we are adoring it in its context as a flow, as an outcome of the received grace from God if you open any Philippians two, Philippians two, and read verse twelve and thirteen, therefore, my dear friends, as you have always obeyed, not only in my presence, but now much more in my absence, continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. You are doing something, but based on what? Verse thirteen: For it is God who works in for His divine power has given us everything that pertains to life and goodness 2 Peter 1.3 so it's telling us you are empowered by Christ, Christ is not a replacement to repentance and repentance is not a replacement to Christ for it is God who works in you to will and to act according to His good purpose so He is the initiator He is the one who is empowering me and by my free will am. Um, actively responding to what he has done. This is the role of works in the church. It's very essential as a normal consequence to grace received or to justification by Christ. But it's not a replacement, and it's not a payment to receive grace or to receive Christ. Graying can sometimes be motivated by guilt, but our motive will never become pure. Unless we pray, so how to do, how we overcome this? As Michael was saying, he didn't say it is wrong to pray out of guilt. But it's wrong to continue all your life praying out of guilt. So if it's a start, it's fine. But you aim to be healed from it. I'm praying because I'm enjoying my Heavenly Father. I'm enjoying and empowered by His grace to talk to Him. And I feel delighted to talk to him. So it's not, it's a conflict, but it's not something bad. But don't stay on it. Move on and go forward in your, so continue praying. Don't, don't be upset of it. You said Jesus is in our heart. But what if I say to you, Christ is in us? but not in our heart, i.e. it can be a Christian by name only. Doesn't that mean he is not in our heart? He is not in your life, it's not only our your life our heart. If I am a just Christian by name, Saint John said in Revelation 3.1, you have a name that you are alive, but you are dead. So we can deceive ourselves. To be born in a Christian family doesn't mean you are a Christian, you have to choose to live this life. To be born in a garage doesn't mean that you'll be a car one day. The same thing, to be born in a Christian family, that doesn't mean that you are going to be a Christian one day, it's a choice. We are born in a Christian family, it makes, us, it, makes it easy for us to choose, but it doesn't make us Christians. Christianity is a choice. And to, to be named John or Peter or whatever it is, it doesn't mean that I'm a Christian. We have many other Johns outside the church, they are not Christian. So to be named Christian, it's, faith is not inherited. It's a choice. The inheritance makes me easily choose my faith, but it doesn't make me a Christian. That's why to be a nominal Christian, it doesn't mean anything even more than that, St. Peter said in 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 7 verse 5, sorry he was saying about people who are having the form of goodliness but denying its power and telling them be away from them so it's not just by name and it's not having a form of a religious person No, it's to be a son as St. John says in John chapter 1 verse 12, as many as received him he gives them the power to be the children of God. We praise this every morning in our morning prayer. Why? Because we believe it's a key issue. We choose every morning to be a children of God. To be a child of God. So, if you don't have it in your heart, and just He is in us, I am among the group who are honoring Christ, it doesn't mean that I'm going to be a Christian. Or I'm not living this one new life. So please, it's good that you know where you are but it's the most important thing is to move towards the right direction in this conference we mentioned that western theology is different to what we believe could you explain the difference and how this impacts our beliefs it's, yeah, you can make a few about it I will tell you one thing again it's one thing, it's not the main thing but it's one thing in many of even songs we sing in the West Christ is the other the unity with Christ is very theoretical being in Christ it's a theory in our Eastern Orthodox uh, mind being in Christ is activated as a living member through the Eucharist so Christ is not the other it is everything through the One. So we see ourselves always as we spoke in the morning and yesterday, He is calling me to be in Him. By being in Him, the Father is well pleased with everything you do. By being in Him, you enjoy the fullness of all His acts to be mine. All the verses were read that how in the end I need to see that His life is mine. The full enjoyment I have is that what He has done who for me and for my salvation became man. The western theory sees Christ always as the one whom I am thrown to him my sins and he lifts up my sins and that's it. Now I am saved. You don't have this idea at all. He is giving me all his life and exchanging my life with his life. Through the unity, through the Eucharist. But it's more than that. So this is one thing practical tips of living the new life. Michael will tell us this tomorrow. So let us have our last talk tonight.